0: This is AgriPulse Open Mic. I'm your host, Jeff Gowley. Our guest this week is Congressman Dan Newhouse, representing the 4th District of Washington State. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance industry provides individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. AgriPulse Open Light continues with Congressman Dan Newhouse next. This is AgriPulse Open Mic. Much attention is being given to the trade relationship between the U.S. and other major economic partners of the world. Congressman Dan Newhouse is a farmer and former director of agriculture for his home state of Washington. Newhouse says trade plays an integral role to the bottom line of his state's agriculture.
1: And I can tell you that in our state agricultural exports are one of the most critical parts of our economic success. We've we many times say that we are the most trade reliant state in the country. Uh, we produce over 300 different crops in Washington. Uh, many of them are exported. For instance, our wheat, over 90% of it is exported. Uh, the hops that we produce, which are, we, we're the number one hop producer in the country, of which is, uh, I'm a hop farmer myself. Uh, about three-quarters of those are exported. You know, our cherries we're picking right now go all over the Pacific Rim, particularly in Canada and Mexico and Europe. Uh, we, the, the apples that are iconic to the state of Washington uh, go all over the world as well. Uh, so, and I could, the list goes on and on, but the, the short answer is absolutely. Uh, a, a agricultural, a, uh, international trade, is a critical part of the, our success in the state of Washington. so so we are we are very engaged and interested in what's going on right now uh, as far as tariffs and retaliation and, and the trade wars that we are hopeful that we can avoid.
0: I'd like to hear your thoughts on this Trump administration trade agenda from withdrawing from the trans-pacific partnership to now clearly focusing full attention on China and not just trying to reduce the trade deficit, but to change the Chinese trade behavior?
1: Well, let me tell you, uh, Jeff. Recently, I held what I called a Farm Bill listening tour in my congressional district in Washington State, which is essentially, a I represent about a third of the geographical region of Washington. And I tried to talk, to um, as many farmers as I possibly could in every single county I represent. And trade and labor were the two issues topmost on people's minds. Uh, people are certainly concerned, I guess, is the, um, the word that comes to mind first about what's going on right now. Uh, and it, it, because we are engaged in some pretty, pretty high stakes conversations with our, our trading partners, particularly China, but even though they are worried and there's angst about what is happening in the short run, uh, most every person, uh, expressed a, an acknowledgement and a desire, uh, for the, for this administration to do all they can to level the playing field as it as relates to our international trading partners. You know, we have a, a lot of partners who, who frankly don't play by the rules in an effort to make sure they do in the long run that's going to be much better uh, for everybody in our nation.
0: We can look at China's history, and perhaps they've been getting by with some rules violations that other countries have not. But they've been such a good customer in others, they've been able to, per se, get by with it. The question is, is now the time, given the downturn of the farm economy and certainly the challenges that we have seen, is now the time?
1: That's a great question. That that would be the the, the classic sixty-four thousand dollar question. Um, when is the right time? But there are always going to be critical trading partners. You know, it, uh, uh, even though it, it, commodity prices overall all are, are I think are down about fifty percent from what they were just a, a five or six years ago. Uh, timing could be questioned right now whether this is the time to do it. However, there's no time to. Like the present, to improve our 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 competitiveness in the world, and to bring people to the table to improve the uh, relationship that we have with them. You know, they need us as much as we need them. I guess I would make that bold statement. We buy a lot of things from China. Uh, We're we're I don't know how we rank compared to other countries, but I would I would bet that we're close to their number one customer, if not. Um, so you know, this, they, have, they have a lot on the line as well. And, and we've seen some positive things come out of this already, even though there are threats and, and some of these tariffs are being put into place. Uh, we've seen some, some positive uh, signals come out of Beijing, uh, telling me that we have their attention and that they are listening. And like I said, farmers in my district understand that they, there could be short-term pain here and that's a that's a serious thing, and for some individuals, that could be a, a very very serious thing and detrimental. Um, and that's not good. But in the long run, most people get that the 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 long term benefits of having a level playing field and partners trading partners who play by the rules is so important that at some point we we have to go through this and and whether it's the right time or not, I I can't answer that question with a yes or no. It's never gonna be a great time. Uh, The administration has decided that this is something that is key uh, for our continued success and so So that's where we find ourselves today.
0: Let's turn to the North American Free Trade Agreement. Uh, Those negotiations didn't go as fast as some hoped, and we're still hoping for a conclusion. The president's even talking about separate agreements now with Mexico and with Canada. In the arena of fair trade, whether it's dairy or it's wine, I would suggest that your state has some issues with your neighbors to the north.
1: Well, we do. Uh, there are, we've got, uh, on several different levels, actually, as it relates to trade, uh, we have some issues with, with the dairy products, with forest products, uh, but we're also in the midst of, um, renegotiating the Columbia River Treaty, which is something unrelated to trade specifically, but certainly is uh, has a, a, a big impact on our relationship with our northern neighbor. You know, Canada is a, is a, a big trading partner. They are the destination for a lot of the products naturally being close to them uh, of what we produce. Um, and so, NAFTA is important to us. The um, same as Mexico. that Mexico is, is a very important customer. Many of our fruit products end up in Mexico. They, they are a key destination for us. So getting this NAFTA negotiation done correctly is, is big to the state of Washington. Uh, I I truly think, though, that after what has it been 24 years, approximately since that was the NAFTA was put into place, there are things that can be updated, and and, uh, I'm glad that we're we're looking at that. But I just, you know, it's been my my job to make sure that the administration understands how. How important, how key this, these two markets are.
0: Here's a tough question: Can you accept a NAFTA deal or a trade deal with Canada that does not resolve the dairy issue?
1: Um, well, let me just say that you know we have a lot of dairies in my district, and that is one of those one of those issues that is very important to them. That would be very difficult to conclude uh, a a new agreement without addressing the inequities in our in our uh, dairy programs. So I, I would say that that would be a very hard thing to accept.
0: There's some in agriculture that says suggest that we either need to import workers or we're going to import more food. Yeah. How big is the immigration issue in Washington State?
1: You know, we have a lot of crops in the state of Washington that are, that are very... Uh, labor intensive require a lot of labor Uh, as i said earlier in my farm barrel listening tour uh, trade and labor were the two issues on top of most people's minds it is critical we i have not talked to one single farmer all year long that has told me that they have enough um uh, enough people on their farms helping this is something we have got to solve it's costing us millions of dollars every year in so many different ways and uh it's i'm 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 heartened that we are focused on this right now in washington dc immigration reform as you know has been a a really really difficult issue for congress to address and we're in the middle of it right now
0: following the failed vote on immigration in the house over the past week where does that leave immigration reform in the lower chamber and what of an ag labor immigration bill in the coming month.
1: Well, good question, Jeff. The overall the immigration issue is not going to go away. The uh, challenge we have with the DACA recipients, you know, there's a court ruling anticipated uh, sometime in the middle of the uh, month that could find DACA unconstitutional, and so we will we will have uh, a lot of urgency to do something on that issue. Certainly the. Um, the president's priority of increasing border security is uh, constant and real and we i think we'll have uh, a lot of uh, uh, pressure from the the white house to do something in that area Um, and then as you mentioned the ag labor and seasonal labor issues that we face in this country the labor shortages that agriculture faces in my mind, is one of the most urgent things that that we need to deal with, and um, that certainly is not going away. I'm very, uh, you're right, the bill failed, which would have addressed all of those things, but I am um, uh, heartened that the Speaker and the Majority Leader have committed to me and others that we will have an opportunity in July, before the August break, to vote on a solution for the, the seasonal labor uh, uh, challenges that we have, ag labor in particular, and, and likely part of that will have the um, e-verify requirements coupled with
0: it. Some had suggested that if there was more of ag in this bill that failed, that it might have seen more support. Can you pass an ag-only bill, or will it have to have other elements to see enough votes in the chamber?
1: Well, see, that was a question that we asked ourselves a week ago. Um, Would the underlying bill get more support if it had agriculture coupled uh, with it? And so we worked over last weekend, uh, spent a long time coming up with the language, and I think came up with some uh, very good uh, agricultural labor uh, uh, provisions that would go a long way to solve our problem to and offered that as a as an amendment to the underlying bill that was whipped uh the whips office went went through our membership to see if that would uh, uh, allow members to get to yes on the underlying bill and it was found out that not enough it didn't change the numbers dramatically and so um I, I don't think the problems with the bill were with agriculture. I think there was other issues within the underlying bill that people couldn't couldn't vote yes. So I think I think we have a good chance of passing a standalone ag labor bill uh, that we have have the commitment from the speaker to consider next month. That's that's my hope, and I and I don't think the the, the vote we took. Uh, uh, I, I think that that actually supports that theory.
0: Has the president's opinion of immigration reform changed?
1: Um, I don't think so. I I, I think that, um, you know, he, I've I've, I've listened to him speak several times on um, on his priorities. Um, I don't think they've changed. I I think he's very adamant that we need to bolster the security uh, that we see along our borders. Um, and, and I think the underlying uh, uh, theme that I hear throughout what he he says is that he wants to be fair to those that are trying to come to this country, but also to the citizens of, of this country, to, to have a fair immigration system. Um, but in, in saying that, it has to be strong as well. We have, to, we have to be vigilant about who's coming and going across our borders, and also be Uh, uh, certain that those people that we allow in are are coming for the right reason.
0: Congressman, President Trump had said that we should leave immigration reform uh, until after the fall election and that the red wave would yield a better congressional climate for a bill. So is the way forward a GOP-only bill, as with the House Farm Bill? Or is there a way to compromise and yield a bill with enough bipartisan support to still pass?
1: Well, that's been, like I tried to in- intimate earlier, uh, there's a lot of p- political things going on here that causing people to, to fall one way or the other. There's not a lot, of, if I could just be frank about this, not a lot of motivation for, for the, my friends on the Democratic side to support what we're doing. Uh, this is an issue that they're hopeful will be there for the election that they can maybe use as a campaign issue and they're hopeful that they'll be in the majority next year and they'll be able to write a bill that it maybe is maybe a little bit more to their liking <clears throat> so i think the president in his comments last week was referring to maybe a stronger number of republicans in the senate there's a possibility of that uh i'm not so certain that we will have the same number of republicans in the house next year this this may be our best chance that we'll have in a long time and i think uh, all of my Republican friends need to recognize that and and really seize this opportunity because I'm not sure it's going to get any better,
0: Congressman. I want to squeeze in one quick question before we close, if I can, with regard to the farm bill that was approved in the House. I would ask: Is there enough language there to help your specialty crop producers, the organic producers, the diversity of agriculture in your state? Are there adequate risk protection, research, and market development tools there for your producers?
1: You know, we, we worked very hard to make sure that uh, those important aspects of, of the Farm Bill were included, particularly as it relates to the specialty crops in the state of Washington in the Pacific Northwest. So I'm happy with what we produced. The Farm Bill is a, is a strong piece of legislation that goes a long way to make sure that we have – we can um, – um, continue to have strong markets moving forward. That we can tell the story of the quality products that we we produce. That we continue to have those research programs that keep us on the cutting edge, and that we continue to have that. That safety net that is so important to all of our producers. So uh, I, I'm very happy that we are able to pass the farm bill. Move on to the Senate where we can work together with our colleagues over there to, to produce this important legis- legislation that farmers across the country, especially like we've said a couple of times, in, in the face of of. Uh, Lower commodity prices desperately need the things that are provided in this bill,
0: Congressman Newhouse. We want to thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to spend with us here on Open Mic. This is Open Mic, and you have the last word.
1: Well, I would just say that uh, you know this, even though the uh, legislative process that we are engaged in here in Washington D.C. sometimes can be frustrating and full of challenges, we have a a a great system, and and my in my view, of coming to uh, consensus on uh, formulating the laws that we need to follow in this country. Uh, Sometimes it can take uh, longer than you would think it should, and like I said, it can be a very frustrating process, but in the end, I'm confident that we will come up with the solutions that we need uh, in the areas of immigration, of trade, uh, of tax reform, that are are right for the United States. And I'm committed to that process and and look forward to working with my colleagues to, to find the right answers for us.
0: Our thanks to Washington State 4th District Representative Dan Newhouse, our guest this week on Open Mic. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance industry is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. For AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Alley.